Welcome to the Stream of David, and now your host, David Strickle. Welcome to the Stream of David show. I am here today with my good friend, business partner, and Taya Master, Stacy. Um, gosh, I'm going to mess up your name, Nagelstead. <laughs> Did I get it right? My yes, good friend, whose name I can't pronounce, that's okay. whose it's new my name new I can't name, pronounce. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stacy Prof Clinet Nagelstead. We have to drop the Clinet though, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's done. <laughs> You're not going to hyphenate husbands. <laughs> no, oh God, no. <laughs> oh, that would be a new trend. That'd be great. Every time you get married and change your name, you have to hyphenate the husband's name. It sounds like a little, little 18th century there, doesn't it? It does indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you are officially Stacy Nagelstead. Correct. And you have a cool story. We're going to talk about nutrition. We're going to talk about the latest and greatest from Taya Mastery. Uh, if you are new to the show, I do channel the stream. We uh, very often refer to the stream as the stream of David. And of course, the show and the podcast are virtually one and the same. Uh, but I'm going to tell you that if you like listening to the live show, that's great. Listen to the live show. Listen on Ohm Times, absolutely. But go and subscribe to the podcast also because I am creating some unique podcast content. Uh, and it's really interesting podcast content. Um, the very first episode on the podcast that's going to be separate from the radio show is going to be about adrenochrome. So <laughs> just imagine that that topic is not really ready for uh, live airwaves. So uh, it's going to be an interesting, we've already recorded it. That will be posted this week as a podcast uh, just on the Stream of David podcast. Uh, so if you'd like to go really deep into deep thought and the streams teachings around some really difficult topics, the podcast will be more the place for that. And the Own Time Show is going to remain the uplifting uh, life empowerment, spiritual awakening experience that it is. So, uh, so there is going to be some unique content coming out on the podcast. So make sure you do both. L listen here on Om Times and then subscribe to the Stream of David podcast as well. There's going to be a little different experience in there uh, offered. But Stacy is here. Stacy is uh, a co-founder, if you will, of the, the Taya Boot Camp, uh, which is the bootcamp program that I teach based on the teachings of the stream, the Taya mindset practice, spiritual practice, it's all interchangeable, whatever you want to call it. And then for Taya bootcamp graduates that want to continue to take their practice to the highest level, we have a Taya mastery program and Stacy is a Taya master. And we always joke that the, the first rule of Taya is that there's no rules. And the first secret of Taya mastery is that we're never going to master it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Because I've been practicing Taya in my own life before I even called it Taya. That's the name that we came up with, uh, the stream and I, and, uh, in the book. It's a chapter in the book, The Stream, Eternal Wisdom for a Better Life. And it was introduced as a chapter in the book. And then I started an online course after that. And that course morphed into Taya Bootcamp, which is what it is today. And we have Taya practitioners now all over the world. You'll hear lots about that in my ads uh, for this show. So Stacy is a Taya master, and Stacy is also... Uh, an, an expert in my life on nutrition and very knowledgeable. I don't know if you have a specific title, you know, I don't really worry that much about titles and stuff, but you're yeah, very knowledgeable about that. So we, let's start the conversation yeah. in this episode about how food impacts your vibration and what you would consider high vibrational foods versus not so high vibrational foods and how it can actually impact your, your awakening. Yeah, definitely. Thanks. So a um, little backstory on me. I grew up in Santa Barbara, California, which is in Southern California, right on the beach. I spent a lot of time on the beach. So bikini consciousness was uh, high in my awareness. <laughs> we were always wanting to look our best in our uh, eight different bikinis that we had each season. I also have been an athlete my entire life. So anywhere from uh, beach volleyball to Tung Sudo, Black Belt, uh, to now I do a bunch of CrossFit and uh, long-range backpacking, so uh, 50, 75 miles at a time. So it's important for me to keep my body in uh, tip-top shape. And being that I am of, ooh, I guess we could say advanced age. <laughs> I'm 55. The over 50 club here, yes. <laughs> I'm over 50, yeah. 
but I still the over fifty club that acts like we're still teenagers club. Oh, totally. I don't think I've grown up past twenty five. To tell you the truth. Yeah, and I don't want to do that. I don't want to grow up any more than this. I'm going to stay like this for the rest of my life, right? Yeah, exactly. And I think that you know the keys to staying youthful, uh, attitude, top, top, top of the line, um, hydration, making sure you get enough liquids, enough hydration, enough water for your system to keep your body optimally lubricated and functioning. Um, and thirdly, well, exercise, sleep, and food. And food is, in my opinion, uh, so individualized. Each person's bodies have different specific DNA imprint, uh, what foods they really do best on, what foods they should avoid. And in my practice, um, I've just really focused on having awareness of what makes me feel good when I eat it. And again, that's anything from, you know, one morning I'll have a donut and then I'll realize, oh, wow, I probably should have eaten that today. But then two days later I can have a donut and be, oh, it's okay. <laughs> so it just depends yeah, on so where you're Yeah, so do you find that it's, it's the way your attitude toward the donut in general? Because I know when I eat junk food, if I let guilt set in about it, I find myself feeling worse after the fact. And of course, there's some junk food that I just feel terrible when I eat it all together and just avoid yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's really true. I mean, there are some, and it's not that you're going to eat donuts every morning, because I did that when I was a legal secretary, and boy, did I get a big butt. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, you have a donut and coffee every morning. You just you put all realize. kind of a very specific image in my mind right there. <laughs> <laughs> they used to call that the secretarial spread back in the day. So. Oh, my. Um, but that was one of the things that, you know, I came to realize is um, I can't consume, my physical body can't consume that kind of sugar on a daily basis. So for me, it was the awareness of getting out of the mental, emotional link to food to the clarity of, hey, this makes me feel better or this makes me feel worse. And yes, attitude definitely matters when you're going in on it. If you've been on a really, um, you know, clean diet, you're eating whole foods and clean proteins, and then you should have a day when you want to have a donut or, you know, a frappuccino from Starbucks. God, those things are full of sugar. <laughs> Delicious oh, God, as yeah. it all is, but it is the, you know, how do you feel afterwards and how do you feel going in? If, like you were saying, the guilt uh, monster comes in and starts beating you before you even order your uh, frappuccino, then you're in trouble because that's just... Yeah, well, sugar is so addictive. Sugar is... is... Oh. Sugar's like crack. You know, it's so addictive oh, totally. because you have some of it and all you want is more mm -hmm. once you get into it. And then it's hard to get off of it for me. Uh, mm -hmm. But once I get my mindset in alignment, I can actually get off sugar altogether. And my key is yes. that I have to also give up the fake sweeteners. Yes. You know, yeah. you, you, I use those maybe to wean myself off a little bit, but I have to wean down off of that completely and get off the need for sugar altogether. And then once I'm off, I'm home free until I fall off the wagon. So using the Taya tools to keep my vibe high, I'm not accidentally falling off the wagon because I'm, you know, using sugar to relieve stress. Yes. I use the tools yes. that I have to relieve stress because I know when I eat sugar and I eat grain, I don't feel good. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, it feels good when I'm eating it. <laughs> but then the rest of the time after that, I've got joint little aches and pains and joint pains. My body tells me this is not the right thing for you. Yeah. And it's that emotional component that I love what the tire practice has done for me with that also it really gets you to focus on where your spiral is where are you on your spiral are you up your spiral if you're down your spiral and you're reaching for that donut it's going to be a down the spiral experience because that's the, already the vibe you're in but if right. you're up your spiral and you're like oh i'll give it a whirl and have a donut I haven't had one in a while and it hits you okay and you're feeling good it usually is um, not something that affects me greatly. But again, I don't have donuts every day. Uh, yeah. Well, I think that's I think a good point. One. You know, if you partake in anything in high vibration, mm -hmm. you really can partake in anything in high vibration. But a lot of people are asking about, uh, quote unquote, plant medicine these days and whether they mean marijuana or uh, CBD or uh, ayahuasca, <laughs> peyote, yeah. any of these things. Uh, you know, should I, shouldn't I? The stream is always getting that. It's, it's so funny because the stream continually says there's no rules, there's no judgment, there's no rules, there's no judgment. And then everybody comes to the stream wanting the rules and their opinion on things. But, you know, their opinion yes. is interesting. It's never one of judgment. It is just one of if you are partaking 
for the experience of and high vibration, you really aren't going to get it wrong, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. But if you're using something to establish what you think is a source connection from down your spiral, there's never going to be enough of it. And that's where addictions and things like that come from, or abuse at least, and then addictions come from. And right. That's that's the same for food. You yes. Know, I, I definitely stress eat. You know, I stress eat. I will stress drink, not to excess, but I'll have I'll think, oh, I'm you know, a little stressed. I'm gonna go have a cocktail at five o'clock. Yeah. And then exactly. I stop myself and realize, <laughs> you know what, you need to go have a damn meditation at five o'clock and then decide if you want a cocktail or not. Here's because the starting thing that your I've cocktail done. at five o'clock is, is not yeah. a good thing if you're not already up your spiral. Yeah. The, the, one of those things that I've recognized, like you were saying, just when you're not down, when you're not up your spiral, you're in a down frame mind, and then you're like, oh yeah, stress equals cocktail. Um, I like to frame it in the way of like, okay, I'm not a dog, so I'm not going to reward myself with a treat if I'm having a you know emotional crisis or an emotional down a spiral day. It's like that doesn't make any sense. You know, it doesn't work for me in my mind. So I remind myself, you know, you're not a dog. Don't give yourself a treat. That's really good. Yeah. If you want to do a treat, then go for a walk. Like you were saying, you know, go for a meditation, um, get some exercise, get outside, have a big glass of water and see what you feel like afterwards. But don't, don't be a dog. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, you know, it's funny because I've gotten out of the vibe of, of quote unquote, treating myself with food mm -hmm. and things like that, definitely. But still, I, I will be a little stressed and think, okay, I can't wait till the five o'clock rolls around. I'm going to go mix myself a little drink and sit outside. And I realize that if I'm doing that from down the spiral, that I need to get up the spiral first and do a quick clear or something to move up. And I, I've gotten myself, you know, with my Taya practice, I can move up in vibration pretty quick. I don't stay down mm -hmm. in low vibe very long at all. You know, when polarity pulls me down, I've got the tools to get out, which is great. But still, I will find myself, you know, stressed and thinking that I want to eat something. And I have to, to retrain my brain about that. And we do default back into old bad habits if we're not diligent with yes. working on our vibration all the time. And we all have this flow uh, that polarity presents to us as, as physical beings. We all have a flow of, you know, we go through these high periods where we function very high and we're just naturally more aware of what we have going on. And then we have this downward flow and we, you know, in Taya, we know what that's for and we use it to our advantage really, but yeah. you have to be more diligent during that downward flow because you can react differently to anything. Yes. And, and that downward flow perpetuates more downward flow. I think that's for me, a huge key. Because if I'm yeah, aware it all of compounds, it, right? It, it all compounds and you brought, bring that same energy towards yourself. So it doesn't matter really what you do. If you're down the spiral, you're still going to have that down the spiral vibe, lower vibe coming towards you. So, you know, at least lift it up a bit before you make your movement forward. Yeah. Well, you know, the interesting thing is too, is those of us that have, you know, close friendships or relationships, or especially if we live with someone, and you, you learn the Taya practice, then you start seeing other people's down the spiral, we call it DTS behavior, <laughs> yeah. and you wanna help them, but you really can't because they have to figure <laughs> it out for themselves and go through their little cycle and you know decide whether they wanna learn these tools or not. But if I lived with somebody like me, <laughs> I would wanna learn the tools because I'd be so annoyed <laughs> because I'm, I move out of it so quickly now. Yes. You know, anytime something gets me down, you know, and I, I think I talked uh, this weekend about a few little things that, that popped up over the week last week, and it just, I just didn't allow any of it to take me down. And I ended up having a very high vibrational up the spiral week and weekend and, and moved into Monday, you know, feeling fantastic. Mm -hmm. And it would have been very easy for a couple of things that happened last week to be, you know, things that I dwell on and really took me down a, a negative spiral. And I just haven't allowed that to be. Yep. It just is what it is. And yeah, it's I a think... great way to, to get through life, not, you know, going down and staying in lower vibration and then letting triggers come in. You know, we we have to detune those triggers. That's a big turning point for people when they start detuning the triggers in their lives. Oh, yeah. And food can be a huge trigger because that can be the scenario that you had as a kid when you'd fall off your bike. Mom would give you a cookie. You know, oh, here, you're hurt. Have a cookie. Or you, you have a squabble with your sibling and mom pulls you aside and gives you, you know, a piece of candy and if you're not detuning 
the trigger stimuli that you have from external sources, then you're just going to go right back into those old patterns. And those yeah. uh, don't benefit us at all. Yeah, there, it's kind of like all of that low vibrational health. stuff continues to exist down there waiting for us. When we go down in vibration, it kind of grabs us and pulls us on down. Yeah. And in Taya, we detune that stuff. We systematically detune it, and it just gets better and better and better and easier and easier to move out of being DTS. Yep. And, you know, it takes time and effort to do that. But when you do, your life really transforms. And then food suddenly isn't something that you need to rush to, you know, to soothe the disconnection. I will say, though, that during COVID, you know, my attitude toward food has changed to one uh -huh. of recreation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm, yeah, I'm not eating out of stress, but definitely I, I love to cook. I'm a really good cook. Uh, I'm getting better at being a baker, which is probably not a good thing. <laughs> I've discovered some recipes that I can make, and they turn out really well in baking. I'm, I, I'm not real precise in cooking, so baking hasn't always been my forte, but I've gotten really good at baking during uh, lockdown, and it tastes great, and I'm not using it to soothe the disconnection from source, as we say, but still, I'm cooking and eating more in a recreational mode because yeah. there's not a whole lot else to do. And yep. you're right, you know, get myself, out and hike yep. or do something. But yeah, and I can't wait for the fall here because right now, you know, it's 120 degrees during the day and 101 at night, you know, it stays over 100 mm -hmm. degrees all the time right now. So the last thing you want to do is get outside and do anything. It's kind of like yeah. the dead of winter in Palm Springs is the dead of summer, right? That, it's so still, yeah, I've, I've got to find things to do. And of course, I do have a book that I'm writing and, and lots and lots of other stuff for business that I can do. But I need to find some recreation other than... Um, other than, than cooking and eating, for sure. I'm well, yeah, and food's very social, and we haven't been able to be social. So you're going to be social with the folks in your house, right? You're going to yeah. create your uh, kind of happy hour time with them, whether it's with a cocktail or a you know, nice cake that you made. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. I, I We did socialize a little bit this weekend. We went to brunch with some friends. We went over to a friend's house for some pool time Friday night, and then we had friends over for pool time here yesterday. So we did a little bit of very light social, like six people, you know, mm -hmm. and we're finding out that everyone that we know had uh, tested positive for COVID-19. They got it. They weathered it within a few days and it went away, but they kept it secret because it's such a taboo mm -hmm. thing these days. Mm -hmm. People treat it like you've got the plague, you know, uh, and they're all fine, by the way. They're all fine. You know, Michael and I, we, we had something back in February. It may or may not have been that. We didn't know to get tested for COVID at that point. He tested negative for antibodies uh, lately, uh, very recently. But everybody, it, it seems like it is very common that people get it, but most people are healthy and get it, and it just, you know, has a few little flu-like symptoms, and it's gone. And yeah. I understand that other people have a much worse experience, but it's interesting now hearing how many people did get it uh, and I know it's still spreading, and I know the numbers are still rising in some places and things like that, uh, and, and kind of got through it rather quickly and, and with great ease, and, and now they're fine. So that's something I really want to put out there, that these people are, are taking care of themselves in the first place. They're healthy people, mm -hmm. and I think that's why they had a little better experience than some do with it. Uh, but one of ours is a friend that, um, he's 71 years old, and this guy looks incredible. I mean, you know, that's I, I, there's a little bit of that here in Palm Springs. It's kind of a retirement-oriented place, and you yes. see these people that are just in great shape, you know, north of 70, which is very inspiring to me, because you know, in 20 years I'll be there. Yeah. And we see, you know, you see vast differences of people in their 70s. Uh, we're missing our commercial break. We're having so uh -oh. much fun talking here, so we're going <laughs> to take our commercial break. We'll continue this conversation when we return. and much of the world is living in fear, but I see Taya practitioners thriving in this new reality. I see Taya overflowing in every aspect of my life. It's just truly magnificent. There were times that I was not self-assured and didn't have the self-confidence, but now I'm fearless. I really love myself and I know how to live in joy and let go of all these things that held me back from living this beautiful life I've always dreamed of. And it's amazing how rapidly those things start showing up once you practice Taya. 
it changes everything about you and if it, it, it will affect all other aspects of your life your health your your career your money your relationships and i think that certainly has helped with my anxiety with my mental health i'm realizing that wait a second i deserve the best in life visit the streamofdavid.com forward slash tya to learn more about the taya mindset practice and taya boot camp and we are back. <laughs> My timing is just <laughs> off of everything today. Yeah, Stacy and I just get so deep into a discussion that we almost forget that we're on the radio and there's a commercial that we've got to go to. But that's okay. It's, it's, it's a, good, uh, a good topic that we're, we're covering here. And I, I kind of want to roll into something different. And before I do that, I want to invite everybody that's listening to join our Facebook group. Uh, if you want to come have fun with us, uh, Come back to Facebook if you're off of Facebook. And if you're on Facebook, uh, join this group. It's called Taya Global Awakening, T-Y-A. Taya stands for Trust Your Abundance. And you can join the group for free. It's called Taya Global Awakening. And let me know where you uh, heard this message so I, I know um, where you're coming from uh, as, as far as where you're finding out about Taya and the stream. And, uh, and just uh, dive in and join, and join into the group because we teach the Taya practice in there all the time. We talk about Taya Bootcamp, but the first step really is to get into that group and and learn more about the practice and, and interact with people that have graduated from the Bootcamp, see how it's changing their lives. There's lots and lots of testimonials in there, a lot of group interaction, and it's just a fun way to, to get in and start learning this practice and, and prepare yourself if you're going to get into the Bootcamp scenario uh, to take Taya Bootcamp. Because it will change your life, Definitely right, Stacy? Uh, absolutely <laughs> does. Absolutely yeah. Well, Stacy, was your story is fantastic because you uh, you've already outed yourself as being north of a certain age, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and you just got uh, reunited uh, after boot camp and engaged, and now you're married. Yep, I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like such a newbie. Yeah, I'm married. Uh huh. <laughs> yep, I'm married. It's, no, I you still two are great don't believe together. it. Thank you. I think we are great together. We're a matching pair with our white hair. <laughs> well, and yeah, you go on these, I, these I insane a... camping trips and long distance hikes together and you know, yeah. life is good. It sounds like we you're love really, it. really happy. We are really happy. He's a great guy. He just built me a, a workout pavilion in the backyard. Uh, mosquitoes love me. So uh, we have quite a few in the neighborhood. There's a little bit of standing water down the street in the uh, culvert. So he bought me a nice uh, easy up with netting along the sides. I put all my workout gear in there so I can go out and have a workout or sit out in the yard and I get eaten by mosquitoes. <laughs> Very cool. thoughtful and kind so I can, Very you thoughtful. know, keep my uh, my physique in the way I'm, I'm most happy with it. But That's he's really great nice. facilitating things. It's really nice. He's wonderful that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Always think no, of the little yeah, things the... that'll please me. Yeah, I see the Facebook posts and stuff, and it just looks like your camping trips and everything. You're always on the go, and you're always doing stuff, so that's fantastic. And you're not letting lockdown. Actually, lockdown probably hasn't impacted you a whole lot, has it? Um, mostly on the work end. I mean, we still get a chance to go out and do some of the hikes that we want to, but we're real conscious about making sure that we're self-contained. You know, we don't go out and then stop at some small town and try to resupply, which is what they're really discouraging people from doing, but having enough supplies on our own so that we can go out into nature pretty much solo, um, see very few people while we're out there and be self-sustainable, come back out, come right home. You know, we don't dilly-dally or try to um, get other people in other communities to accept us or have us come in and not that we're a threat. We're both healthy as horses. <laughs> so, <laughs> but again, I want to respect everybody who's um, at risk or um, has great uh, uh, awareness around the possibility that they could or not catch COVID. So I try to keep that in mind and be conscious that everybody else has their own bubble of life to live in, even though mine's uh, high floating and free flying. Free flying for sure. And the mastery group is is going strong. We are really tackling some uh, some interesting high vibrational stuff in there and really understanding the collective power that we have as a group with this with this practice. And we just keep setting the intention higher and higher and higher and we start collectively seeing the results of this higher and higher and higher intention. And it's just it, it, it feels like magic in there, doesn't it? 
It does. I think the most incredible uh, example of what we're doing as a little small group of collective consciousness is like we were describing in our last meeting how uh, a little bit of a DTS stream kind of went through and hit everybody on slightly different levels. But all of us experienced it within about a week of each other, week or two. And that was really remarkable to see how we all used our tools to get back up and the short stories that we shared. And then to watch everybody go, oh, my God, I was there. Too. Oh, 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 my God. <laughs> so it really yeah, showed and of us. We all utilize that DTS to create something bigger and better and bounce higher. Right. Which is which mm -hmm. is what this practice is all about. Well, and I yes, joke that yeah. we're all kind of synced Slingshot. up on our uh, vibrational cycles these days. <laughs> yes, <we laughs> it doesn't seem like that. Yes. Totally I mean, we does. all have a flow of vibration. And, and if you follow um, astrology, you know, astrology is all about vibration and polarity, certainly, and predicting, you know, really identifying common characteristics among the different signs and then sort of predicting that vibrational flow. That's exactly what astrology is, yep. is, is understanding that there is a universal force out there that's absolutely keeping the, the planets in alignment and, and doing what they're supposed to be doing. But it's doing the same thing for us. Yeah, and, gravitational pull and whatnot. Yeah. Well, and that, that polarity is what is creating our reality because we all have this vibrational spiral and we're all up and down our spiral. And when I dove into to learning from other teachers about law of attraction and learning about high vibration and low vibration, we hear about that all the time in spiritual teachings. Mm -hmm. And I, I realized early on that a lot of what they were saying was absolutely making sense. And, and, and usually it's 100% true what I'm hearing. It's a little pie in the sky sometimes as far as you're going to manifest every single thing that you want instantaneously yes. and never have a problem again. You know, I have yet to meet the person that that is true for. And I realized that that's, that's a very positive message that resonates with people on the surface, but then they dive into the teachings and they get really frustrated when every single thing they want isn't coming with great ease or when they do go down in lower vibration and they start beating themselves up for being down there. And I understood from my stream connection early on and I couldn't really put it into words until I started learning from others, though, that that we're not here to live lives of perfection and manifest every single thing that we want. We are here to have this mix of wanted and unwanted things. And that at our best, the unwanted things are rolling in to show us, first of all, reflect where we are vibrationally. And secondly, allowing us to create some solutions to these perceived problems and create new things and expand in the process of the creation of overcoming the problems. And then suddenly you realize problems aren't problems at all. Problems are there to serve if we allow them to be the launch pad of our next creation. Yep. And it's a whole Same different shot. way of looking at life than that. Yeah. than most people do. And you can kind of tell where people are on their spiritual journey by the way they react to that information. You know, yes. the, the whole, you know, nothing's my fault. You're blaming the victims. You're terrible. You're awful. This is this is terrible information. Okay, you're really you're not quite on the path yet to, you yeah. know, the frustration. But the frustration to me is the turning point. You know, if you're getting into a, an awakening path or you're just learning about spirituality or law of attraction, it's the same thing to me, really. Um, <laughs> and you're and you're hitting the wall and you're getting frustrated. That's actually a good thing. As long as you don't let the frustration shut you down. That frustration is what inspired me to create the tools that are now the Taya practice. And that frustration so, for me is how I found you. That's how <laughs> I found the stream of David. I was at that point of learning. You know, I've had uh, 20 years of meditation and lots of uh, life or uh, law of attraction um, workshops and read The Secret and followed other trans channels and dove into a bunch of different, you know, Hindu and Buddhism and try to explore those uh, religions and organizations and realize that none of them actually had the key. Like, what are the keys for me to move up my spiral? I didn't even know those words before I met you. So, yeah. But I knew that I wasn't getting where I wanted to be. I wasn't meeting all my obstacles and joy. I was meeting them in a place of, oh, it's victimhood. And that perpetuated itself over and over. And I got so frustrated watching it happen over and over again. I was like, yeah. well, how do you break the cycle? And you've unraveled that, you know, nasty little 
human construct of the cycle of down the spiral and constantly being in that vibration. You've figured out a way. The stream has channeled a way for us to use specific tools to detune the transgressors. And that's awesome. Yeah, the, the detuning is, is very counter to what humanity teaches us to feel. You know, humanity tells us that we're victims and that the transgressor is this awful monster that should just be loathed. And, yes. you know, it's not our fault and nothing's ever our fault and everybody gets a trophy and everybody wins and everything just needs to be equal. But the world, the universe does not operate like that. So therefore, our world doesn't operate like that. And it's you're, you're kidding yourself if you think that you can stay in that space and not attract more of what you're focusing on. Mm -hmm. And I see evidence of that all around me. People get what they focus on and we all know it. And it's easier to see sometimes in other people than it yeah. is in ourselves. But Definitely. stopping and accepting that complete responsibility, even if you don't understand, you know, again, I understand that there are things that happen in our childhood, especially early childhood, that we can't begin to comprehend on the surface how we attract things like that. But attraction yeah. is not about deserving or wanting or ordering up. It's about our dominant thoughts. And if we're absorbing fearful dominant thoughts and combining that with some past life energy and with some you know, what's going on in our environment, you can mm -hmm. whip up a, a vibration that will absolutely attract some unwanted things very early on in life. Mm -hmm. it's, there's nothing that you're doing wrong. You're just responding to your environment. And the thing that the stream teaches that I just, now that I've really come to comprehend it, I love so much, but somebody that's a novice at this doesn't want to hear it, but we came here for the mix. We yeah. came to this life to live the positive and the negative and to allow the negative to, at our best, serve our expansion. But our negative can be our undoing as physical beings as well, obviously. Mm -hmm. Dep you but just the, make but, a choice. You know, it's yeah. that's, that's, there's always that choice. And with, that's what we have as humans is that power to make that choice. Whether we go up the spiral, we choose negative or positive. Whether we choose a path of victimhood or one of, of courage to step into our responsibility for what we have created, what our soul chose before we even came in. Most of my transgressors were uh, pre-verbal. So that was interesting. You know, how do I deal with that? Why did I choose sure. that? Well, you got to kind of put that up to the higher power or the higher self and go, okay, you picked a really cool path for me, but I don't really know how to unravel that. So the but stream once you was get into instrumental this work for that. And, and, and do this stuff. Then you look back and realize, wow, if I hadn't had that experience yes. going off into this, you know, we talk about roots and branches, you know, the, the pre-verbal was a root for you, certainly. And then what you manifested from there, from that experience was a branch. And then these branches just keep growing out into all the way through our lives if we allow them to. Mm -hmm. And, you know, everything happens in divine timing. So there's no wrong way. You know, there are people that are over 70 that get into Thai boot camp and start having all this enlightenment around their entire lifetime and yeah. change that energy at that point. So it's, it's amazing. Extremely so before powerful. I forget about yeah. the commercial break, why don't we go to our next commercial break and then we will unpack the rest of this when we get back. We'll circle back Sounds to nutrition. Good. We'll talk about high vibration. We'll talk about Thai mastery when we return with Stacey Nagelstead. Thank we'll be right back. channel, author, and creator of the Taya Mindset Practice. Taya is a set of mindset tools that I co-created with the eternal wisdom of the stream. Join us in the Taya community where we learn to release fear and truly trust the universe to deliver everything that we want and need. This work is profound. If you do the Taya Bootcamp and maintain a daily practice, you will fundamentally change your life. I've maintained my practice pretty regularly since graduating. I meditate every day. I trust the universe to deliver what I want. I set intentions for my day and I monitor my vibe up and down my virtual spiral. Doing these things consistently and regularly has made me a better father to my kids, a better lover to my partner and a better boss to my team. This work is transformational and it will completely change your life. I can't recommend it enough. Learn the mindset practice that is changing lives all over the world. Visit thestreamofdavid.com slash TYA to learn more and book your free discovery meeting today. 
And we're back with Stacy Nagelstead. It goes so fast when you're on. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, so I um, definitely want to kind of roll back into nutrition just to kind of wrap up where we started. So it's funny because if you hear that the show's going to be about nutrition, you're probably thinking, okay, we're going to give you a specific diet to follow, or this is bad, or this is good. And I love that we kind of kept it at the high level of you know, go up your spiral and then go up your spiral yeah. and high vibration, love yourself, love your body as the vessel mm -hmm. that's carrying you through this lifetime and then make your decisions from there and, and don't beat yourself up about getting it wrong, quote unquote, but definitely, you know, it, have the strength to release things that you feel bad after you eat. That's the big thing for me. It was, you know, get rid of the things that I know aren't good for my body because my body tells me so after I partake in them. And yeah. it takes a little time and mindset work really to do that. To, to, you yeah. know, to, to let go of certain things like sugar. But man, when I got off sugar, and I'm not off sugar right now, I'm back on sugar, but I'm not using it to soothe the disconnection. I'm using it for recreation, but I, I really wanted to get into that because there's probably a lot of people right now that are maybe using cooking and food for recreation more than they would have before because of lockdown. Yeah, definitely. So, and so I don't for me, that's, that's a habit that I've got to change. Yeah, well, and right now we're, it's a coping mechanism, and, and there are so many ways to utilize coping mechanisms, whether you choose to have a positive experience or a negative, whether it's an extreme coping mechanism or, like you're saying, one that's uh, mutatable that you can shift when you decide to make that shift. And I think that's the important part is we need to make a clear decision. You know, I my top three for taking away is hydrate enough. Make sure you're hydrated. People don't drink enough water winter, fall, summer, or spring. They just don't. So make sure you're well hydrated. That is the key to a well-functioning digestive system, to a good-functioning cardiovascular system, and it will actually help you sleep better. People always think you know, that's crazy. The, the, the thing I that I learned when I started really consuming water and paying attention is my rule is I drink water until my urine is clear. So <laughs> it's a good indicator though, right? I mean, yeah. how better to know uh, because that way you have flushed everything out that you're supposed to flush out. That's what that whole yes. system is about, right? Yeah, it's all about elimination. You want to get whatever toxins and excess that you have in your system out. So yes, hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. The other one is exercise. It doesn't matter if you take a walk around the block, if you ride your bike, if you jump up and down for three minutes, or, you know, four times a day, you know, do something. We are not built physically to sit in a chair all day long. That's just not how our, our yeah. human body is. You know, as the stream says, our bodies have not caught up to our reality yet. And no. we're still, we're really, <laughs> our God. physiology is in caveman mode, right? Yes, yes. We're still hunters and gatherers and, and, and climbers. And, and, you know, the more physical activity we do, the better we feel, the healthier we tend to be, and the better our bodies look. So, yeah. you know, it's a win-win-win when you get into those habits of moving. And the hard thing is, is if, if you have gone down the path of not doing that and not eating healthy and not moving, you've got to disrupt your mindset toward all of that stuff to shift the behavior. Yeah. And that takes time and discipline to do that. And not everybody has mm -hmm. discipline. And, you know, Taya is the thing that I created to bring discipline into my life because I can get excited about something as a type A personality and get very, um, for lack of a better term, OCD about it, you yeah. know, very, very, very focused on it um, and super focused on it. Really not OCD, but super, super focused on it. And while I'm doing that, I'm getting the benefit. But then when my vibration drops, what do I do? And that was a pattern for me in my life. Back when I weighed 300 pounds, that was a pattern I saw for myself over and over again because I've been on mm -hmm. every diet there is. You name a diet, I tried it when I was overweight. And it wasn't until I shifted my mindset and learned these tools so that when my vibration dropped, I had somewhere to go other than back to the old bad habits. Back That's to the huge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah huge life changer in every way. Yes. You know, that, that shifts your mindset towards your body, towards your general well-being and health, towards your relationships, towards your financial situation, uh, mm -hmm. you know, toward how you live your life. Yep. You know, the, the, the tools work for everything and, and just learning to work on raising your vibration. That's why everybody teaches meditation, because it yeah. raises your vibration. And a lot of people that are doing meditation and teaching it, 
I think maybe aren't even exactly sure what it is, but I understand that it's your natural source connection that's already there that you're quieting your mind so that it can be realized. Indeed, definitely. And that's it, one of that my favorite natural connection, things to do. <laughs> Yeah, and that natural connection becomes very addictive. It does. When you find that sweet, quiet spot where you can just be with you it's, and, and your creator, your source, God, whatever you want to call it, the universe, it's just, um, it's bliss. And I, I love that the Taya practice allows us to cultivate that more and more. I've meditated for years, but in being... Uh, graduate of the tire program and using the tools I've gotten my meditations to come into a deeper and deeper state every single time I sit sometimes I don't have to sit for very long it can be five minutes and I can dang just get into these spots of bliss and connection that I worked years to get to by sitting for 30 40 50 minutes at a time um, and I just I love that because then there's that place that I can move from that space where I'm well connected to myself, I'm well connected to my source, my higher self, and I can gently move into the day or an activity or cooking a meal, and it starts to permeate everything that's around me. The food tastes better, the activities that I do with my husband and our family are better. You know, just interacting with the dog sometimes is better. You know, <laughs> she well, likes it when I'm Because you're in a high right? vibrational state. Yeah, everything is yeah. better. Uh, you're you're a different being mm -hmm. up in that high vibrational connected state than you are when you're down. I, I recognize it in myself, and yes. now I notice. You know, when polarity takes me down a little bit, I realize that I'm a little DTS just due to polarity. And mm -hmm. of course, we do the work in Taya to eliminate the lower vibrational uh, transgressors, if you will, in our lives, so there aren't things down there waiting to connect to us when polarity drags our vibe down. That's it, it, this may be getting a little too complex for just a surface conversation, but that's really game changing in your life when you oh, eliminate exactly. the things that that take you trigger you down further when DTS rolls in because everybody goes down their spiral, everybody. But yes. what do you do in that time is the difference. I like that's I like thinking about point. it with the tire practice. It's like detuning is divorcing yourself from that aspect of yourself that's you know victim. Um, that wants to blame everybody, that's negative, that's self-critical, that's judge, self-judgmented, that lacks self-love. So if you can detune and detach, divorce that aspect of yourself and be free of that, there's a huge opening for more self-love and acceptance and being in the now of, you know, sure, I have an extra five pounds to lose because COVID was Damn good fun in cooking. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you're putting that in past tense. Of course, was. Yeah, you know, that's okay. But that's that's what I used to cope. And now I'm like, yeah, let's choose a different coping mechanism. Now I'm back onto my exercise routine and making sure that I'm more conscious of what am I putting in my mouth? And how do I feel right now before I put that in my mouth? Am I, am I up my spiral? Am I stressed out? Am I feeling emotional? What else can I do to take care of myself? Do I need to take a walk? Do I need a hot bath? Do I need a nap? <laughs> you know? We think we're yeah. so complex as adults, but above. really we're just children. Yeah, <laughs> all of the <Yeah>. above. <laughs> need well, some loving. You know, children, I mean, children get it right. You know, it's like we, yes. we are born and, and, and we roll into these situations where hopefully we're in a, a carefree state for a little while. And then we start learning, you know, absorbing the thoughts around us, and suddenly we become these kind of control, controlled, fearful beings. Mm -hmm. And then we're placed into these, you know, institutions that society creates, school, and you know, workplaces, and, and things like that that sort of keep us on this in this little lane of yes. behavior. Yes. And we <laughs> want out of that lane. We all do. I think we all <laughs> want out of that lane. We want freedom. We want joy. We want to travel. We want to do fun things. We want to not stress and not worry and not be in a, in a situation where we're stuck in the past and we're you know thinking about how horrible things have been before or what a bad situation we're in now. And one of the, you know, a lot of people absorb these teachings in my social media. And one of the most common questions is, well, how do I do that when I'm surrounded by toxic people? Mm. Bring and your vibe up and they will disappear. Yeah, the answer to that is, is, is you've got to, you know, you manifested your way into being surrounded by toxic people somehow, either by 
A, being a toxic person, you don't want to know that. <laughs> or B, yeah. more likely no than judgment. not, really, yeah, but, you know, that's that's just a truth that you, you, yeah, yeah. you surround yourself very often with people who are a reflection of you or they're a reflection of what you don't want, but you're focusing on too much. So mm-hmm. if you're focusing on the quote-unquote toxic people and how toxic they are, you're just going to keep getting more of that. Whereas when you find things to appreciate about the quote-unquote toxic people, then suddenly their behavior towards you changes. I just love how that melts people. You don't even have it to does. say you, it to you them. You have so much, yeah, you have so much yep. power. Yeah. You don't have to even say it to them. You just have to have that that in your heart, that in your mindset, that in your uh, your thinking when you're interacting with somebody even when you're not interacting with them you can just send them those waves and it's amazing to watch people just get disarmed instantly and then they look bewildered and i i find that absolutely just it tickles the hell out of me (laughs) (laughs) well it makes you feel like you have a lot more power in your life it makes you realize you have a lot more power in your life than you ever perhaps thought when you learn to find appreciation for someone that the world tells you you're supposed to not appreciate, and then mm-hmm. suddenly their behavior towards you improves, and when you start loving yourself more, and then the landscape of people around you shifts because the people that don't hold that regard of you are, are going to fade away. They're going to be disarmed, and ultimately they're going to fade away, and then the people that do love you and feel a high vibrational feeling towards you are going to kind of step forward. Yep. And it's, it's a magical thing that can happen at any point in your life. Yep. So if you're surrounded by people that drag you down and they're all negative, you know, or they're toxic, uh, you know, that's the clearest way to move through that is to find appreciation for them. And then while you're doing that, also find appreciation for you. And you will no longer be a vibrational match to that. And all of those things will change. And there are things that we, especially more DTS, believe that, well, gosh, that'll never change. It's always going to be this way. I have to tell you, I've thought that way before in my life, and I proved that wrong in almost in every area of my life. Really, I changed every single unwanted thing there was with this practice. You know, I got healthier. I lost weight. I got out of a bad relationship. I got out of a job I didn't like. I got off of painkillers. I was on opiates uh, for over a year, and I was definitely dependent upon them. I wasn't abusing them, but I was dependent. I couldn't just quit. And I had to wean myself off of it because I was too cheap to go to rehab. (laughs) And luckily I didn't because I actually created a tool for myself that works. I've never had an issue with it again. Moved to a great new town. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, life is never perfect. I'm not looking for perfection, but it's pretty damn close. You know, I I live in a great situation with somebody that I really love. And I live exactly where I want to live and do what I want to do. I'm surrounded by fantastic people, and you know I, I love my mastery people, and I have some friends uh, here in Palm Springs that I really love. And the only thing that's missing right now is travel and doing the workshops with the stream that I want to do. I can't wait to get back in, uh, to a scenario yeah. where we can get, get out there and do live workshops, and I can channel the stream with a live audience in the room, because we know what it feels like to be in that Zoom meeting and mastery. Mm-hmm interacting mm-hmm. that way. Just imagine getting that into a in-person retreat and doing some in-person workshops around the world. That's just, I can't wait for that. I've done that before. We've done a few uh, live workshops, not really workshops. It was more of an appearance that I did where I channeled. Yes. And the, the vibe is just amazing. The feeling is just amazing to, to do that in person for everyone yep. that's involved. So I can't the wait high to last, do that After again. our mastery meetings, I went that high for us last two, three days, sometimes you know, you don't sleep. One of our masters was just saying that she didn't sleep for two days after our session. That was that was awesome. And and you feel yeah, so she went, connected. Not in, a good, not in a bad way either. She said she didn't sleep, but no. she went into hyper-creative mode and was just yep. <laughs> like super high vibration, you know, for two solid days where she just was and she was super creative in the meantime. So um, uh, in the process as well. So it's it's when you get your vibe that high, life really changes, you know, and everything that's going on in the world really kind of comes into focus and makes sense. And you can actually find appreciation for things that when you're not in such high vibration, you come to find appreciation for. You can't appreciate it when your vibe is lower and you're, you know, glued to the news and you've got, you know, fear triggers all over the place. And, and every time you're opening up Facebook or, you know, seeing an argument between people about politics, it drags your vibration down. That stuff's all around us. And you can't just go bury your head in the sand and avoid it all the time. You know, you want to get out and live life. And the good stuff 
is very often sort of surrounded with, with that stuff. And when you get your vibe super high, you're not even really aware of it. And when you do see it, it kind of just flows right through you. And you, you have this connection where you really understand everything that's happening in the world. And it makes yeah. perfect sense and nothing seems wrong. No, it doesn't. I love the still the analogy that we've really seemed to use a lot in the mastery group is having your own bubble of reality and living so blissfully and enjoying floating through all the negativity and the arguments and the, the you know, COVID and just all the stuff that's making people nuts right now with, you know, rose-colored glasses on, just kind of viewing it in a place of going, yeah, I see why there's this happening right now, and I see the purpose for it, and I can appreciate this is not only going to help me evolve, but it's going to help the entire nation, planet, um, species evolved. Yeah, that is the very, really that's the exciting. very best we have to offer, and like the stream says, mm -hmm. the very best we have to offer is the high vibrational version of us. Yep. And it's not waves. just about ignoring everything and bypassing at this level either. I mean, you really can absorb. I can have a political discussion. I find it interesting. Uh, yeah, you know, I do We have too. an election coming up in the United States. I can talk politics with anybody, not terribly in depth because I'm not glued to it like a lot of people are, but I do find it interesting. None of it scares me. And I can appreciate anyone's position because, you know, I, I know people that support both sides. Yep. With that, our hour is up. It just flew by. You're always so much fun to have on, Stacy. I absolutely you. appreciate you so much and having you Thank on to you. share your information about nutrition and Taya Mastery. If you'd like to learn more about the Taya practice, you can email me at david at thestreamofdavid.com. We can set up a discovery session with you and you can learn about Taya Bootcamp and the Taya practice. Thank you so much for being here and thank you all for listening. Namaste. Have a great day.